music, motivation, and positively obnoxious. That's me. It's the Tony Gabbard Show! Hey everybody, this is Tony Gephardt, season number two of the Tony Gephardt Show. It's been a long time coming, and uh, thank you for your patience. Was dealing with a burnt-out phase there for a little while, and getting over the winter blues, as is for living in Alaska. I'm coped up here in my melting igloo now, and my uh, penguin of a wife. Um, Natalia is going to be so mad that I said that, but I'm just going to keep it in there anyways because I know it'll make her smile. Um, I'm really happy because I'm excited about this episode. I've been wanting to collaborate with this guy for a while now, and we're good friends. Liam Irvin, he's known for his YouTube channel, of course, Liam Irvin. A lot of live streams, a lot of game streams. You know him well from L-Works, The Great Toy Robbery. And he's got a really cool webinar coming up here pretty soon with the Lighthouse of the Blind in Washington talking about accessible gaming and other fun topics. You don't want to miss it. Links will be in the show notes so that you can register for that webinar. Um, and if this this episode might even actually air after it's done. So if it is, I'll put a link in the description for um, for you all to go watch that. But uh, overall, introducing Liam. What's going on, man? Good to see you. Hey, it's so good to be here, Tony. Thank you for having me. Um, sorry, to, yes. sorry to hear that all the ice is melting and, uh, you know. I, I'm it's, not sorry. It's been it's been nice down here. I mean, I'm so I'm down in Missouri. It's a lot warmer. Um, I don't envy y'all up in Alaska, but I know it's very beautiful. And, uh, I, right. Former home of the Alaska Aces. I was very sad when they folded. Always wanted to go to a game. I know. Um, me too. Me too. That, well, dude, the Sullivan Arena. They don't even play there anymore. I know. And they're actually tearing they got down that little. The, they, they're tearing the it down. Wolverines. Wait, are they tearing Sully down? Yeah, they're tearing really? Sully down. They're doing a reconstruction oh. project. Yeah, they're. Yeah, that was such I always wanted project. to go there. I always wanted to do the bus from the peanut farm, go to the game. I was, oh, man, that's yeah. that's harsh. <laughs> and, and then take a trip up to 49 State Brewing, you know, yes. go, maybe go up to, uh, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you it, know, someone's crazy. a fan for, for like everyone else who's listening to the peanut farm. Like that was a, an Alaska Aces thing. Like they would have buses from the peanut farm that would go to the arena they treated that there was a double it was a double a team in the echl the east coast hockey league they had a team in anchorage because that makes sense right so they right. um <laughs> treated them like a professional team they had like a section on the 10 o'clock news every night like it was amazing they did they had yeah, a parade for yeah, them no. when they won the kelly cup like how great yeah it's changed yeah, always, it's always wanted to go. changed a lot yeah, always wanted yeah. to go. And even the Iditarod has changed a little bit, too. This year, we really? were down quite a bit with our numbers. We only had 33 mushers joining, wow. the, uh, joining the teams. Yeah, love, only I, I love the Iditarod. We I used... don't know. If, if Alaska wasn't so cold, I would go there. It's just it's too cold for me. Oh I grew God. up in Chicago. I'm done with it. I want to go somewhere warm. Right. Right. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, and you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm granted I'm biased as I'll get out because I've been living here for three years. The summertime is the, is the time to go. Yes. But that's the, here's the problem with that. Right. This year, we're supposed to have a record breaking two million tourists come through this summer. Really? And, well, you know, it's, it's been Alaska's a few years a right, to... since people haven't been able to travel. <laughs> so now it's like, all right, we're all coming. I know. I know. 
Well, this is really cool, Liam. I, I know that you and I have been talking about doing something collaborative for a little while, but both of our schedules have just been nuts. So yeah. I'm sure that both of our uh, follower uh, follower uh, bases here are really both happy of our to followers, see two all two of, of our followers. Yes, uh, two e yes. for each of my us. My mom and uh, your mom. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> both of our moms are going to enjoy this podcast. Hi, mom. How's yes, it going? Yes, they will. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, but listen, man, I, I'm really excited. Um, you know, I've been catching up on your YouTube and following some of the stuff you've been doing, of course, you know, just supporting one another. And, uh, um, man, what do you think? What have you been thinking of Mistworld lately? Are you still playing that or, or did you kind of fold under the pressure? So, so <laughs> busy. It, it, I'm in school. Right. And so I, I, I talk about yeah. this a lot. Like I'm in school for assistive te technology instruction. And I never actually thought I'd be into it. I love it, by the way. I love teaching. Um, and, and Tony oh, teaches too, so he can, like, it is fun. Um, watching a it student is. learn it something and that sort of like light bulb moment where they go, oh, and then they're now they're doing it. Now they're, you know, engaged and you're teaching them skills that they can use for the rest of their life and help hopefully stay employed and get employed and, you know, and, and maintain meaningful employment. I think that's the big thing because I think it's one thing to be employed but it's also another thing to be doing a job that was actually going to help you get ahead in life is going to actually help you do something and feel good. Sure. So let me ask you this question about teaching, because this is something that, you know, uh, um, I've come to learn in the three mm -hmm. years that I started teaching. Um, so, so let, let me get your insight first and then, and then we'll do, you know, we'll share notes here. So sure. what have you found to be the biggest lesson that you've learned so far about teaching others? What have you taken away from that? I think the biggest thing that I've taken away is that people more oftentimes than you would think want to learn, but they're scared or they're intimidated. And so it's getting through that layer of, I can't do this, I'm scared, I'm intimidated, and, and being able to show them that, yeah, you can do this, and not only can you do it, but you can be a rock star at it. And that's been the yeah. the biggest thing. So I've worked with uh, a couple students that are older. I've been working with a student that literally all he wants to do is watch YouTube, but working with him just so he can browse YouTube has been amazing because he's so happy. And for him, I just want to improve his quality of life. I've been working with a student sure. that wants to go back to college. She is uh, losing her vision. And so she wants to you know, start a new career. And unfortunately, she can't do, uh, you know, pick and pack anymore. And so like she's having to learn to type. And so we've been doing a lot of typing lessons and and just watching her gain confidence has been just astounding. Uh, also, one of the cool things that has been kind of accidental is that uh, I must be doing something right. I don't know what it is, but a lot of people come to me like in my own class and they kind of go, hey, I'm new or I'm unsure of this. Can you help me? And so. Um, I want to share because this is actually something really great that I think everyone can use in their everyday life. Um, Please do. I was working with a, a fellow colleague who is scared of, of public speaking and scared of presenting. And she said, I don't want to present. I'm scared. And I said, so don't present. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, listen, if what you're doing is teaching, but it's a presentation, then making make it a, a class. I said, take your audience and remove them. I said, pick one member they're your student, have them be your student and tell the rest of the audience. So while I'm teaching this class, please hold all questions until we finish. And then if you have any questions, you can ask them. And now I said, you've taken them out. They're gone. They don't exist. 
they're not there. It's just you and your student. And I said, you've been teaching, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, boom, all you're doing is teaching. You just have a couple extra people watching you. And right. that was like, she was like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that that way. And it's a whole thing like anyone that has, has gone and done psychology, right? Or, or therapy or whatever. It's all reframing. When you reframe something in a way that your brain can process, it is amazing because now you're like, I'm not stressed anymore. I get this. This is the way I'm going to look at it. It is going to help me cope with, with my fear of speaking. And, and like, again, like if you are used to speaking, so like me and Tony, we do YouTube, we teach whatever, it's not a huge deal. But like, if you're not used to it, it is so scary. And so I tell people, you're yes, not, it is. then don't yeah, present, absolutely. just teach, do the thing that's comfortable for you. Right. Well, and it's really interesting that you, 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 you bring up the whole aspect of reframing, right? Because yeah. I think that concept is so uh, applicable to all facets of the teaching, you know, and good on you for, for, for improvising in such a way for that individual because it's the same with our students even um right. and you know kind of going back to the comparing notes aspect you know i'll, I'll keep mike short and sweet because this this episode's on you my friend um is that you know the thing that i've learned is that all students are very wildly different from one another so yes. we need to go in with an empathetic approach to every single student because, yep. you know, yes, I, I sure, I may have a list of certifications. I know how to do this. I know how to work in the command line and Linux, yada, yada. None of that stuff matters. All of no. that stuff is useless to them. It, it, it is. It is useless to them because it, it's not me. It's not you. It's not our show. It's this is a professional and, and a mentoring opportunity where that student is being trained so that they can go and train somebody else or that they can go and do something that they've always wanted to do so that exactly. they can be successful. End of story. No, and I, and I love that because that's the beauty I've always been saying since I started doing this is that individualized education is phenomenal because, well, it's individualized yes, it and I can teach you something one way and then I can turn around and teach something someone else something another way but we're both there you're both gaining what you need and i think that that's amazing i always feel bad for people yeah. that teach like classes of 30 people because you really can't work on an individualized basis it's hard it, and it, so it's amazing when i can just sit down with a student when i want and i'm like listen it's just you and me we're going to work together we're going to get this done we're going to do this and then you know too like it's amazing when you get to know your student and they trust you. I've always said it is that teaching, especially in this industry, is 50% actually teaching and 50% therapy. Because there's going to be times where your student just needs to talk <clears throat> about how they're feeling and they just need to know that you understand Correct. and are there for them. And then they trust you and right. they will open up and work with you. And that is always, I think, the building the trust is the hardest thing, especially as a teacher, like in an individual basis because they're trusting you to help them and they might be scared, you know? I mean, and so it's yeah, that whole they thing. Might absolutely um, be scared. And, and you know, cause you've done a lot of that stuff, like more than I have it, it, just as far as like in that sort of professional scene, like you, you, you know, you get that. And so like, I feel like that makes sense to you. As I've well. got, I've got horror stories and I've got miracle stories. I'll right, tell you what. Right? With, and we all, I mean, we all have that whole stories, scenario. but the thing is that we all, we all learn from those. Right. And we do. I mean, we absolutely Even our horror do. stories, I try to, because I've, I've been very blessed that most of my students have been really like good with learning. And part of that is one of the things I like to do is I like to figure out, okay, what's your motivation? What is the thing that you want to do? 
And then I like to use that to help them learn. So if I have a student that's into Broadway, okay, let's theme things on Broadway. Um, I, I actually learned this from my cousin who is a special education teacher. She teaches um, like a small, like it's like a bright start, like second or third grade thing. And so sure. for each of her students, she's got to kind of customize curriculums. And so she was discussing how she has a student that is, I think he's, he might be autistic or something, but he tends to uh, perseverate on uh, Minecraft. And so oh, one awesome. of the things that she tries to do is theme, if she can, something around it. I mean, you don't really want to endorse that, that sort of modality, but at the same time, like you want them to engage. And so sometimes you have to engage in that way to get them to, to focus on something. And so if you can oh, for turn sure. it into for something, sure. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's hard. Um, I'm certainly not an educational expert. I'm sure someone's gonna be like, no, Liam, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't promote them being obsessed with <laughs> Minecraft. But it's like, listen, all you want is your student to learn. And if they're well, and you got to gain their trust. Yes, that's it. You got. Yeah, gain no, trust. I would say gaining the trust is, is the biggest thing because you're going to have a student that's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And you're going to have other students that are really wary. And so mm -hmm. showing them that you care and you want to help them is, is key. You know, it's funny. We, we, <laughs> I am known for audio gaming and YouTube and literally we've spent the first maybe 10 minutes talking about education, but it is something that is really important. I know. Me, isn't so. it great? <laughs> but that's one of the cool, listen, well, whenever you catch a <laughs> podcast with Liam, right? You're like, Oh, he's going to talk about where super Liam came from. He's going to talk about what he thinks about Forza or what he thinks about, like whatever, but this is something different. And I love this because every time I do a podcast, normally it's, so how did you get into gaming? What, what did you do? What's your favorite story? And I like that. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's really cool to talk about other stuff. Well, and, and, I'm, and, what and other here's podcasts, the thing. I, I what know other about podcasts, that stuff and everybody knows about that. Stuff. Yeah. What other podcasts? Can you talk about the Alaska aces? Come on. Like, seriously. Come on, exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you. Well, you know what I'm ready for this summer is the uh, um, Girdwood Forest Fair. Have you Ooh. have you heard about the Forest Fair before? Um, I think I've read about it, but I don't know a lot about it. Okay, so essentially it's our 4th of July get-together. So Girdwood, oh. right, about an hour away. I used to live there. Um, ski resort town, bunch of hippies, ski bums, coffee shops, you know, the yeah. works. And um, every summer, a town of about 1,500 people turns into a town of 10,000. And everybody in their RV gets together. We have four stages. We have vendors everywhere. People are, you know, walking up and down the streets with yeah. plenty of alcohol flowing through their bloodstream, and everyone's oh just, just enjoying, in, See, enjoying little, the scene. Little, and little the blood in your alcohol, you know, just little, yeah, a little blood in the alcohol too. Alcohol. You know? I mean, that doesn't sound healthy. Please call nine one one. It's not. No. It's so, not. <laughs> we we no way can go in this yeah. sort of activity. But I'm just saying, you know, we don't. We absolutely don't. None of our brands support this. This is no. all us individually. <laughs> make good choices. Uh, but yes, make good choices. But anyways, listen, man. Um, you know, I'm I'm really excited for this year alone and one thing i do want to talk to you about is uh, ai actually the yes. whole machine learning thing man have you gotten your hands on uh gpt4 or yes like dolly ai and all so of this? I've and, and have you for a lot um i've yeah. done some really cool things with it um and i mean obviously so one of the cool things about the typing program i use which by the way if you've never used aph typer with students it's amazing i highly recommend it Ooh, okay. 
Yeah, right. it's it's very no frills. I don't know what you use for. I see you do a lot more like trying. We to, use fun uh, with like, type ability. Okay, so fun with type ability is cool. Um, it kind of gives me nightmares to be honest with you. Um, but it is a really cool program and students <laughs> like it. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Tell me about. Tell me about APH Typer though. I'm intrigued. So it's very no frills. It's all web based. It's it's not like Typeo where Typeo is like I mean that's cloud based, but it's also a little more advanced. But it's essentially just a page. You choose a lesson, you follow the lessons. You so whatever home row, left hand, right hand, uh, and then when you're done, you can email the results to your instructor, and uh, it's really cool because it just will be like student ID number one took this test. Uh, they got, you know, 80% accuracy. This was their words per minute. And so you can take all that data and put it into like, you know, like a comma sorted, like comma delimited values. So, you know, uh, comma separated values like to that. like CSV. And then dump all that into GPT-4 and be like, hey, listen, here's all the typing tests for my student. And then what you do, stick time and dates on and start going, so what has their progress been looking like for the last two weeks? What are they, you know, what are they best at? Where are they struggling? Uh, <laughs> Where can I improve with them? What should we be Man. focusing on? What is their, listen. Right, right. You can do so much with it. And the beautiful thing is it's all, because, you know, HIPAA is real. Like, I want a shirt actually that says Oh, this. it is. I want a HIPAA is real <laughs> shirt um, because HIPAA is real. But the beautiful thing is it's all student ID numbers, so there's no identifying information. And Not, so no you can PHI. just dump all that, that and that's good. data that's in. That's good. Yeah, dump all that data in and be so, like, so, hey, GPT-4, what should we do, you know? Right. Dude, listen, I, I and I'm with you 100%, just alone in the last week. Uh, you know, with content creation and with work, I've been able to do more in a week than I was able to get done in two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just the productivity is insane. So yes. what, one of the things, uh, one of the things that I do is, you know, we take daily session notes and I timestamp everything and we have to write a pretty lengthy monthly report for our uh, DVR affiliate. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I've been experimenting with is I take 10, you know, maybe 10 different entries of daily session notes and I ask it, you know, create a two page uh, extensive and concise report that outlines the progress and re recommendations and planning for this client. And it does it, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 of course you go in and you make some tweaks, you make some changes, you know, obviously please do, do your proofreading, you know, don't yeah. rely 100% on this machine learning. Cause it is, it has, and micro also flaws. don't there send are identifying issues. information to it. That's important too. And obviously no. for those that teach uh, you know, and, and that, that are watching this, you know, uh, everything is client facing the client, the client or the person we serve. I don't know what the nomenclature is up is like up there, but some people do not like when we say we service clients. Um, everyone's got different nomenclature they prefer. Um, right. Because no we, pronouns. Been, just yeah. The client, no. Oh yeah. No pronouns. Um, specific language. Uh, one of my favorites yeah. is like, my client is doing well. And I remember we had this in, in, uh, something. I got and, eaten uh, alive the first time I did that. Someone was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> define well in percentages. Oh man. Listen, Woo! he's, he That's might be listening to this. So I want to be careful, but I know who your teacher is. <laughs> I'm sure he did not let that fly. No, I am no, sure you were not. told. Big shout out. Big shout yes, out. Big shout out to him. He knows who he is. Yep. He knows who he is. That's right. 
well that's incredible yeah absolutely yeah. incredible and dude there's a there's this new artificial intelligence called vinia ai and this thing i was experimenting oh. with it a couple of days ago while in the office and essentially what it does is you can take a blog post you give it a url to a blog post and within mm -hmm. 30 seconds it generates an entire promo video with a narrator low uh Whoa. graphics music yeah it's it's wild like what is going on Whoa. right now yeah dude and, <coughs> and here's scary thing, right? i mean it's let me know amazing but scary it is it is scary let me know what you think of this though here's my thoughts and now we're gonna let's enter in the conversation about accessibility inclusivity right all right here's the here's my thoughts is that i believe that we could see a new ai language or a, a new ai generator that can write an advanced description of images for the blind. Well, I mean, listen, we're already getting like let's let's talk about be my eyes. Let's let's, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. that. Let's talk about that. Because I don't know how many people are getting to play with it right now. Um but this whole concept I haven't yet, unfortunately. of I haven't either so I want to so bad if you're watching from be He's my eyes you. please uh my name is Liam and uh I have applied I would love to mess with this. Um as if I yeah, yeah. Tony. So with Tony, um, <laughs> right. you know, let's let's look you know, hook each other up on this one. But the idea of taking images and going, give me information and being able to be specific. Here's a picture of a thermostat. What is it set to? What is the current temperature right. in my house? What is the thermostat temperature dial set to? And I guess the beautiful thing is you can take multiple images and then as long as they're related, you can ask questions and it's going to be able to be like, oh, well, this image is of the front. This is of the side. Okay, I can parse that. That is insane. Um, we've got, what's that other yeah. thing? Okay, oh, that's doing, um, you can point it at an intersection and it looks for the doc, the walk, don't walk man and can tell oh, you wow. when the light changes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, that is there's so, so much crazy. So there's a company, and this will be after, because um, this I think it's, they're doing it Wednesday. They're a group out of um, Dallas, I think, and they're out of Texas, and they're doing a thing on AI on Wednesday. They're doing a webinar. I was gonna try to join. It's the day before my birthday though, and I kind of want to like do birthday stuff. Happy early birthday! Thank you so much. Yes, I will be 38 uh, yeah. as of this podcast being airing. Um, but very Bro, excited. You're going to be Star middle Wars. aged. What is going on? I'm old, dude. But but you know <laughs> what? My birthday kid. is Star you're Wars. Old. You're Day. just a big kid. So may That's the right. fourth be with me. <laughs> That's right. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I hear it all the time. But no, it's amazing because uh -huh. um, I mean, what we're doing with AI and what we can do is amazing. It's also, I mean, I'm a big believer in Uncle Ben's. You know, with great responsibility you know with great power comes great responsibility i i'm great a big responsibility believer in this. that's right <laughs> and i think this is like so 11 labs like you know we know about this thing you can generate ai voice prints i always tell people listen what you do with it in in your own personal time is up to you but please be responsible like don't yeah. take dead people and then post them to social media don't be that person it's wrong right and it's hurtful oh yeah it is. Um, it is. It absolutely yeah. is. I mean, there's a morale. You know, there's a yeah. moral aspect to all of this technology. Be, right be a moral human being. I know you can have fun with it. It's fun to play with. We've all done it. And if you haven't, you're a liar. We've all done it. It's fine. What you do <laughs> in Tony. See, Tony knows. He's like, yeah, I sure oh, have. Absolutely. But yep, like I what sure you have. do in 
is your own business, but don't be taking that stuff and it being is. like, hey, I'm posting this to social media. And like, I mean, there's going to be a lot of ethical and moral concerns in the next six to 12 months about AI. We're already starting to see pushback from some countries. We're already having people go, whoa, we need to pump the brakes on this thing. We just realized what we created yeah. and we're not ready for it yet. Um, but I think well, if you are yeah. responsible, yeah. you can leverage this in ways that can be beneficial to you and possibly your job. Um, I think, though, the yeah. scary thing is we're going to lose a lot of jobs. We are going to lose jobs to oh, AI. Oh, most certainly. I mean, yeah. I, we're going to lose web designers. We're going to lose web developers. Uh, yeah. You know, people who are content editors and news article, you know, like just pay, like newspapers, newspaper yeah. companies. You know, it, of course, it's been flur fluttering out, of course, the last 10 years with, the, you know, just the uh, digital uh, yeah. era just being so 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 intense but it's it, it it's the truth i mean microsoft amazon apple a lot of the big you know tyrants in in our and in, in our world have laid off thousands of employees alone that is frightening. i mean it, it really is but i mean it again is. unfortunately you know it, this is no different than when we had the industrial revolution and we invented the idea of you know the assembly line People lost jobs, yeah. but ultimately we found ways to adapt. And so this is our 21st century industrial revolution. This is now the technological revolution. And so we as human beings are going to need to adapt to that. And that's just how it is. Yeah, it is. So just switching the gears just for a quick sec, there was another feature. Um, so seeing AI, right? You know, Microsoft's yeah. revolutionary program that a lot of people have been using. Um, they recently implemented a new feature not too long ago. And if you're not familiar with Seeing AI, it's a great application that can provide opportunities for identifying labels, uh, QR codes for different uh, food products, as yeah, well get as this, get this thing. It's amazing. I use it for barcodes it, all the time. It is. Um, I it use is. it for reading my mail. So the document, I'll just like scan oh, a man. piece of mail and it'll be like, I, I know who it's from. And so I don't even need a flatbed scanner anymore, which is nice. Um, save space. It is. It's not like it reading is, mail at your table. And Listen, you know? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Exactly. We get to be cited for, for once. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> So listen, there's this feature that they just implemented and rolled out a few a couple months back, and it's called World. Yes, um, World is what really it cool. Does, it is, and and there's an app that actually came out uh, not too long ago, within the past two years, called Clue, that does essentially the same thing. Yes, uh, based on augmented reality, right? So you what you do is you video your surroundings and it will generate a snapshot of where you are or, or in other words your starting point and then it's going to ask you to basically take a route right so let's say you're in a heavy office space or or maybe you're out uh, at an arena going to see an alaska aces game and yeah. you need to figure out you know how to get from the bathroom all the way back to your seat in the upper balcony right. so let's just you know it's an advanced opportunity there it will record that whole route you then once you're at the bathroom, you click end, you know, do your business, get out of there, and then start the route. It will walk you all the way back to your starting point and give you turning directions, how yeah. far you need to go, audible uh, uh, signals, every everything. It's it'd be it's amazing. Ridiculous. I mean, like, so I live in a little teeny tiny apartment right now, but I'm I'm thinking about like if I move and I live in a community where I need to mark, okay, this is how I get to actually where I'm going to pick up my ride. 
because I live back off of a street. This is where like how I actually get to my apartment. Listen, I could see this, like, let's say you're going somewhere and you want to map out a hotel. Cause I went to a concert last November. Actually it was a smoking Pope's concert. Um, it was kind of cool being on the guest list, which is, is always fun when a band puts you on the guest that list. That is awesome. And you just go, That's right. yeah, I'm on the guest list. And they're just like, okay. Uh -huh. And then they let the band know. Right. And the band's like, hey, Liam. And you're like, hey, dudes. Um, <laughs> but like my hotel, like this app would have been really cool to be like, all right, here's the start. Okay, I'm going to map out to my room. I'm going to map out to where the ice machine is. And like you could map those things. Um, this technology is amazing. And I've actually been working with... Um, Columbia, I, I'm trying to think what I can say. I may mean, haven't signed like an NDA, so I'm not like being specific, but I've worked with Columbia University on a lot of these projects. Like how can we use computer vision to to do tasks? Um, right. Absolutely. Couple couple years ago, actually, and I can finally talk about it. Um, I actually got picked to go film a Jaguar commercial and we were going no to kidding. film it and then COVID. So I was actually on set and then we had to like, redo oh, everything because i've been exposed um oh and it, i mean God. it happens fortunately everyone was okay it does yeah um everyone was safe they listen they were great i i could not ask for better people i they were wonderful human beings and it was an honor to work with them it just it was so unfortunate but i was supposed to drive an f-type and i unfortunately didn't get to do it Oh but gosh. um it was oh, an sorry amazing... to hear that but i mean what an opportunity yeah you know you I mean, just have that recognition just to have that uh, that opportunity and chance you know what i mean so goodness gracious well there's another thing that's recently got onto the headlines oh. in our gaming world yeah and i think it's and, related to jaguar uh, isn't it it, it is and it i want to actually take a minute to segment this foza yeah. motorsports am i forza. saying that right yeah forza Forza, Forza. Forza. Wow. I don't know All if right. it's well, like Italian for pizza or something. I don't know what Forza means. I, I know. Knows. Please comment right. on, on this uh, podcast. You should anyways. You should always be commenting on I know. podcast. You, you, you should always be clicking that like button. But yes. what does Forza mean? That's your homework. Comment and let us know. That is everyone's homework. Please let us know. But anyways, <laughs> listen, our, our friend homework. in accessibility. <laughs> Dude, I've had so many people tell me, stop cheating me like I'm a student. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Stop giving me homework. Stop right. it. Stop giving me freaking homework. But our friend uh, in accessibility, Sir Brandon Cole, was recently yes. in a great collaborative video with Forza Motorsports doing a promo for their new AAA game that's coming out pretty soon with Xbox, I talking about an accessible wait. racing game. Dude. What? What's going on? what the heck what so thoughts? um this has been something that has been bandied about for a while um columbia and and again this is kind of how i got into the whole thing they've been playing with can we build a system that would allow us to integrate sort of like sonification for a racetrack and um i actually got to mess with it it is so super cool and it is really neat seeing all this research kind of go into what can we do. And so it's so awesome to see all the people at turn 10, Alan Hartman, by the way, he is a boss and he is the boss. Um, but Alan Hartman's a great dude. Um, had a chance to speak with him a little bit. Just great human being. All the people at turn 10, by the way, wonderful. Uh, love them. 
uh, all the people at Microsoft Studios actually really cool got to spend a little time there in 2018 and just awesome love them uh, wow would love to come back would love to hang out uh, I wanted to live in the inclusivity lab I was told no I couldn't stay there I actually have I still have my visitor badge from Microsoft I, I actually have it like stored in a um, I'm gonna put it in a when I when I get it when I'm it's going in my like my bookshelf in my case with my certifications go, and stuff commemorative plaque. it's such a cool yeah. yeah it's a it's a cool little thing it's just like a clippy on thing with my picture and it says visitor Microsoft and I was just like oh look you know official <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you can't ask for much more um but yeah so no. essentially they've found a way to do what they're calling I believe it's blind assisted steering um, or blind assisted yes, driving that's what, that's so those that don't know Forza yep. has some modes that will assist in driving so there is a mode in uh forza motorsport 7 also horizon 5 that you can literally hold the accelerator and the car will guide itself uh when it needs to it will break it will turn you know in um horizon 5 it's a little hard because it's an open world system so it's a little hard to travel and navigate but motorsport which they're relaunching is just forza motorsport it's not fm8 it's just forza um is a track-based game so it's all about races it's all about like completing these missions and you get to buy cars and customize your cars and tune your cars you can put in whatever parts you want so if you like cars which i love cars by the way i don't i don't know about you um some people do some people don't love cars i'm kind of so so you know you're i so I so on the cars yeah a nice classic right mustang. right exactly yeah, mustang you know what i mean but you're not like but, wow man did you see the new car that alfa romeo put out no it's like um i'm kind of for me like, that's guitars the, yeah right exactly so if we had like <laughs> yeah guitar motorsport you'd be in so if we had like guitar yeah, I, hero <laughs> you might be Maybe not because you'd be Man, like, why am I pushing hero. five that buttons when I can just pick up this guitar and just play it? I know. Oh right? Gosh, That's always been it. the big thing. Why people, I, you know? people thought they were a genius when they could master dragon forces <laughs> through the fire and the flames. And it's just like, you don't even have any idea. No, you don't know. You don't know. But, but continue, I mean, it's so please, cool. Continue. It's so cool because, I mean, this is huge for the community. Um, this is huge for us. And having a game that you can actually enjoy, fully enjoy, because I like Forza, but the problem with Forza is I just hold a button down and the car drives itself, which is fun. I like it, um, but I don't really feel like I'm not playing autonomous. the game. Right. I don't feel like I'm playing the game. I feel like the right. game is playing itself. I'm happy that I can be sort of in the game, but I can't use it in all situations. So if I go online, I can't race my friends because all my friends will just bump me off the track. But now right. I can play with some friends and maybe even strangers and have my blind steering and actually drive a car and do these things that we just couldn't do. Um, and they finally thought a implements, lot, right? It, and they thought a lot about oh, like ahead, looking ahead. So one of the problems is that like, you know, coming up where to turn, but auditorily, that's always been a problem. So they've looked at like, how do we do a look ahead to like let people know what's coming so they can prepare? So like if I tell you like, hey, you got a hairpin turn coming up, but I don't warn you, you can't slow down in time. There's no way, you can't do right. it. But they've thought right. about that. There's, I think Brandon's been on this for three years. So it's been a long, long consultation. Um, so that's been 
kind of crazy, but it's it's so exciting. I don't know if there's a release date yet. I want the game. Uh, I will be streaming oh, the Everlove and Hack out of it um, because, again, I love cars and I love the idea of collecting. And that's one of the cool things about the game. So you can like find the cars that you like. There's like three, four hundred cars in the original Forza. Um, so there will be yeah. tons. And so if you like the Lotus Elise, uh, my uncle has one. He's got a 2005 Elise. Like I bought that when I played the game. So I was like, I got my uncle's car. Like this is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> you can get the cars that you like. If, if you do enjoy, if you had some vision and you know what these cars look like and you had a favorite brand, now you can do that. And we'll have full narration. And by the way, just to plug, yes, subscribe to Liam on YouTube on your way to 3,000 subscribers. I am, yeah, moving up 25 something, something, yeah. something. And I listen, I couldn't do without everyone helping me because I can't subscribe to myself 3,000 times. So having the support and the love from the community is amazing. It is. It absolutely is. So glad to be a part of that. Though. Thank you. I know, man. Me too. So it's just so interesting, to... brother, because like we're now finally seeing we're finally seeing such levels of inclusivity on modern games. I mean, Last of Us, you know, God of War, Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, just to name a few notable, yeah. um, you know, honorable mentions. And this, by the way, is going it's, to be a big it, year for gaming. It won't be a like a landmark banner year, but like let's you know let's talk about let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 12 is coming. Yeah. We don't know officially. It is. They kind of bumped it during a Warner uh, earnings call. But 12 is coming. Uh, Street Fighter 6, we're a month away from that. Listen, they've done a whole accessibility deck. Now, what I don't know <laughs> is if they've added narrated menus. So it's kind of one of those things where we can allegedly, only pray. <laughs> yeah, right. So they've they've but they've done a yeah. whole thing for letting you know, like, is your opponent aerial? Are they on the ground? Are you in the middle of a combo? Are like, I don't know if they've done accessible frame data yet, but like, there's a whole lot of stuff in that game. Also, um, for those that are like Street Fighters, hard. They've done a lot of sort of things to make the game. Now I'm going to use the term accessible, but that doesn't mean blind accessible. That just means easier. But they've made the game more accessible to the casual fan so if you were like oh my gosh throwing a hadouken is hard like you've got a button for that now you've got a moves button right you can play the game how you want to play the game which is how you should be able by the way to play a game you should be able to play a game the way that you want to play it there's this whole thing right now of people going we shouldn't make games easier we shouldn't make difficulty levels we shouldn't no listen let people play how they want to play that would be like saying if it generates hey, revenue why not that would you know be like I mean? saying you cannot play tony you can't play your guitar with your hand over the neck if that's how you play it has to be behind the neck you can't play it how you want to play it like that's ridiculous you you know you should right. be able to do how absolutely. you want to do absolutely well so it's putting I, people in charge it's, pe yeah. it's putting people in that autonomous position because let's look at it from a marketing standpoint and business standpoint it's like why why would why would you want to put limitations like that on right. a target market to begin with not only that you're going to see a revenue cut but i don't understand because like people so there's been a lot of people all mad about the whole blind like why are we giving blind people this feature so they can play it so well, they, they can, can enjoy it. a game why do we not want it's, it's people a feature. to enjoy stuff yeah yeah it's a feature it's not like it's going to be like, permanently turned on for everybody or one you know of my I favorite mean? things it's, is it's like optional why do we allow customized difficulty modes the game should just be hard no listen 
<laughs> if you don't want the game to be hard, why does the game have to be hard? Let the game be right. easy. Let people enjoy it the way they want to enjoy it. I don't understand that. Yes. Random that'd be like segue. me going. Um, that's I'm, like I'm, me going. Oh, sorry, go I was gonna say that's like me going. Hey, your music can only be at this low volume. That's how you're gonna listen to the rest of the music for the rest of your life. Like, why? No. Right. <laughs> People deserve right. to have customizations so I'm, I'm, that work for them. Yeah. I, so I'm super ADHD, and the show will usually go in a few different directions. All right. Sorry. Lately. Yeah, I'm, I, um, no, you're fine. You're you're good. I, you're good. I have this um, tendency to get on something and I will sit on it and then like people are like, "All right, Liam. All right." And they'll do like the finger circle wrap up motion where it's like, "All right. All right." Sorry. Right, let's let's move on to the next bullet point. I'm just kidding. All right, yeah, right. <laughs> what bullet points? We hey, bullet you know points. what? That's 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 right. We do. It helps oh. us organize our reports. <laughs> right. We just don't have one for this podcast. So listen. I, I know. Tell me about it. I, I'm going to have a fun time writing up the description. So oh, uh, I'm a big WWE fan. Um, I'm curious. Do you watch wrestling? Do you watch Not wrestling? Really. I used to when I was like in the 90s. I loved it. So like one of the greatest things was attitude uh, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Stone Cold and The Rock. Uh -huh. And um, but I love oh, yeah. you could get the scrambled pay-per-view. And so like you would get the audio, but no picture. So like I could just listen to all the WrestleManias. <laughs> Oh man, it's awesome! I did you love ever, it. I love did you it. ever I love do it. this as a kid? Like, did you ever find this out? Like, all the pay per view is like on channels ninety five through ninety nine, so you could just go uh -huh. in and like first run movies channel ninety eight, and like there was no picture, but you got the sound. But you got the sound exactly, and that's all you uh -huh. needed. That's right, man. Nothing like listening to Jerry the King Lawler and and Jr. You know, and 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 just the Stone Cold Steve Austin's yeah. classic. You know, in the beginning, and it had that, it I mean, it had that little high pitched like frequency on it, but you just didn't even notice. You were just like, ah, no, you cheating the system, being blind rules, being blind rules. That's right. My or mom taking, thought that you know, was the, the funniest. Classic, taking the yeah, my oh, mom thought ahead. it was the funniest thing. <laughs> she was like, how. She's uh, like, that is so awesome. She's like, you were just bypassing the rules right now. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, we're not breaking any laws. We're just, you know, it, that was no. our early uh uh what do you no. what do you call it? medieval accessibility. That's how we had that's know. how we made our fun. <laughs> that really is how we made our fun. I, oh, I mean, shoot. I talk to people and I'm like, did you ever do scrambled pay-per-view? And everyone's like, Yes. I want to thank everybody so, so much for tuning in to season number two, just the start of the season. We've got Liam Irvin, accessible advocate, gamer. Please subscribe to his YouTube and, uh, you know, just let's continue this conversation. I think there's so much to be said and so much fun to be had, Oh yeah, you know, with, with the state of where we are right now in, in the blindness community. And where we're going. I mean, where we're going is so exciting. Just in in it gaming is. in assistive technology just i think we i think there's so many great things on the horizon and there's so much to be looking forward to it is truly astounding i think we are in living in amazing times it is so liam i ask yeah. everybody can you give me a shameless plug for the tony gebhardt show on on spotify and apple music all right so apple podcast you want you want your plug right now uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's do the plug right. live right here. Hi, this is Liam Irvin. You're tuned in to the Tony Gebhardt Show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Woohoo! There it is, right there. Do you want a better one? I can't. Nice. Yeah. 
that's uh, that's up to you. I thought it was great. I Hi, thought it sounded Kermit great. Kermit the Frog here. You're just a and, perfectionist. Um, well, you're you're tuned in to um the Tony Gebhardt show. You're on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, yes, this is Stewie. Um, Kermit the Frog, you're you're nothing. Yes. <laughs> this is Carl Weezer, and when I'm not hanging out with Jimmy Neutron, I'm too. No, I'm like. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Judy Neutron. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm listening to the Tony Gibhart podcast. You know, I mean. <laughs> My gosh. Dude, you're awesome. You are awesome and always, my friend. And I'm I'm grateful for our friendship and I hope that we can do this again. No, we, we have to do this again. I feel like this is just part one of many. Uh please, if you haven't already yes. though, please, please subscribe to me on YouTube. We have a blast. It is a warm, welcoming, safe place. If you're looking to learn about games, um, every Friday morning I chat with viewers. You can just come in and chat, talk about what's going on in your world. We'll talk about what's going on with mine. We, um, one of my friends, we vote on his breakfast. So you get to vote what Brian has for breakfast every Friday. Um, we voted oh, for seven 11. We voted for his, uh, energy drink and we voted for the, uh, spicy smoked cheddar sausage. So, uh, you get to help Ooh. Brian make big life decisions. You do. Uh, you I think do. pretty yeah. soon and, we're going to be voting on whether he signs his mortgage <laughs> or not. So that'll be cool. So come for that. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> please, please come for that. <laughs> not like putting your life in the right, hands of the... people in a chat room. I... <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. This is the Tony Gephardt Show. Music, motivation, and positively obnoxious. Greatnonprofits.org is a 501c3 nonprofit. Great Nonprofits helps people focus on making good giving decisions based on socially sourced feedback and reviews. Go to www.greatnonprofits.org and type in your zip code or city to find a charity or nonprofit near you that you can help.